Hello, and welcome back to History in the Now. I'm your host, Johnny History. On today's episode, we'll be taking a deep dive into one of the most famous and controversial experiments ever done, the Milgram Experiment. The Milgram Experiment on Obedience to Authority Figures was a series of social psychology experiments conducted by Yale University psychologist Stanley Milgram. Following the horrific atrocities performed by Nazis in World War II, and the common claim that arose around the infamous Nuremberg trials that the performers of said atrocities were just following orders, Milgram aimed to observe how far the participants of his experiments were willing to obey the experimenter, even though what they were doing was morally wrong. He had performed a series of telling but extremely controversial procedures in which he went as far as to get the experimentees to what appeared to be painfully shock actors under orders from an authoritative figure in a lab coat. In today's episode, we'll be exploring the morality of the experiment, taking a look at some key takeaways, and even featuring an exclusive interview with an actor from the original experiment. Let's start off by welcoming renowned psychologist and fan of the podcast, George Carls. George, how you doing? Hey, thanks for asking. I'm doing great. Uh, my name is George Carlson, and I'm a practiced psychotherapist and received my psychology degree at the University of Sussex. Uh, I've listened to several episodes of this podcast here and there, and I must say, I've enjoyed them. I've enjoyed them quite a lot. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So, when you consider the tensions surrounding the time period of this experiment and the general state of confusion around how such atrocious acts were committed in Nazi Germany. Why do you think Milgram wanted to conduct this experiment? I believe that Milgram was eager to find out how Hitler managed to make so many people follow, uh, follow through with the plans that he had. Uh, a lot of the things that Nazi soldiers were directed to do were inhuman and very gruesome, yet the people followed through with it anyways, and I'm almost certain that most of them, if not all of them, knew exactly how bad the things uh, that they were doing really were. I think Milgram was trying to really figure out why this is, and a generally deeper understanding on why we are so willing to comply with authoritative figures, uh, even if they command you to do such horrible things. I think that a big part of the reason as to why so many people fall uh, is because humans have a similar brain to that of a social animal. Uh, this means we naturally wouldn't want to step out of line and do something that would, in one way or another, get us kicked out of uh, a social group of some sort. In the natural world, this would mean almost certain death, because on your own, you couldn't protect yourself, farm, make some sort of shelter, make clothing, and it just goes on and on. We rely on each other for those types of things. The bottom line is that not following everyone else and what they're doing is a very hard mental uh, hurdle to overcome. It's a very interesting take. And when you analyze uh, the results specifically from a psychologist's perspective, what can you really learn from this experiment? And more specifically, what would you like to do with those learnings? You know, I think it really helped me uh, to see how easily people will follow any command you give them if you are just hardly an authoritative figure to them. If you were to walk up to a stranger off the side of the street and ask them if they would willingly inflict so much pain that the other person would yell at the top, uh, at the top of their lungs, the answer would probably be no. But once you actually put them into that situation, the story would vastly change. I think it is very important to teach people about this more thoroughly because pa uh, on paper everyone would say that they wouldn't want to do such inhumane things, but in reality it would be different. People need to be more aware of how easily uh, they can be swayed into doing something. 
And that awareness is what will help us prevent something uh, even remotely similar to what the Nazis did from, uh, from ever happening again. Being aware of the fact that you're doing something just because authoritative uh, figures told you to do so, uh, despite it being immoral, is what makes it easier to stand up against. Gotcha. Many people have uh, really been questioning the morales behind conducting an experiment similar to this one. Many of the patients were put under a lot of serious mental stress with no warning beforehand. What are your thoughts on this specific criticism and the morality behind what was done? Was the trade-off worth it? Uh, honestly, I agree. I think it was fairly immoral to put people through something so potentially stressful without telling them anything beforehand. Uh, but at the same time, even the slightest warning would ruin the uh, results of the experiment, so I understand that aspect of it too. Uh, the results were important, and I think they helped to show how, uh, how easy it really is to make people do messed up things, but at the same time, especially as a psychologist, I think that these results were fairly easy to foresee and, uh, and just like figure out on your own without doing the, the experiment in this way. This makes me come to the conclusion that the trade-off might have uh, not entirely been worth it, uh, seeing the amount of potential pain or damage that this experiment could have inflicted on some of the participants. I gotcha, and I'm just cautious of time, so if you could conclude, what do you think the average listener of this podcast should take away from this experiment? Just be careful and aware of what instructions you follow through with, uh, especially if they make you uncomfortable or you know they're morally incorrect. You could try convincing your subconscious mind that doing so won't kill you, despite your natural instincts. George, I'm really glad you were able to come on this podcast, and thank you for your interesting takes. Thank you for having me. All right, uh, George, thank you so much for your time and, and for those real insightful and interesting takes. So we're uh, going to shift our focus a little bit and, and uh, take some time to talk with an actor that participated in the Milbert trials. So uh, we're going to give our special welcome to Stephen Green. Stephen Green, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a huge fan. Um, just a little bit about myself. Uh, as you know, my name is Stephen Green. I'm 31, uh, the owner of Green Plumbing, and I've been listening to this podcast uh, from the, the week it came out. So I've been following pretty closely. Love your famous book, Past, Present, and Future. Oh. I really love it. Thanks for reaching Thank out. Uh, yeah, not- no problem. No problem. So uh, just some general questions to you. I mean, why did you volunteer to participate in such a controversial experiment? You know, Johnny, um, I was talking to a friend of mine, Danny, and uh, he works as a professor at Yale University. Um, We were just chatting up and he mentioned a psychologist who was actually conducting an experiment of some sort. I wasn't completely in in the clear on what it was, but it was something like to test a theory that people absorb more information, um correctly uh, under an authoritarian teaching style. Um, basically that people learn better when they're punished for their mix- their mistakes. So I went into the experiment uh, rather blindly and to be honest, eagerly, since my friend convinced me that it was a good excuse to get some time away from the wife and kids. So that, that was the main, uh, main reason why. I, I got you, I got you. And if you could just shed a little bit of light as to what was going on through your mind when the events of the experiment took place and it was decided that your role would be that of someone in the chair acting as if they were being painfully shocked were you informed on what your true purpose was in the experiment beforehand you know um 
if I'm being frank, I didn't I didn't really think about the roles too much. I was just there um, with my friend Danny, and we were assigned um, roles. So we got these um, pieces of paper, and on on Danny's it said teacher, and on mine it said learner. So um, with the nature of the experiment, it was briefly explained to me that, um, like I said, they were testing uh, what works better for learning. So I thought he would just like be instructed to maybe lightly hit me, put me in timeout, or um, receive a tiny electric zap if I got a question wrong from like a patch or something. I didn't know um, what I was being tested on, but I just went along with it as um, as buddies, you know, more or less for fun. Uh, we were separated, and I remember I was uh, I was told what the experiment was actually about. Like I was taken aside by um, uh, Mr. Milgram, and I was told what I would have to do and that I would have to act. Um, like I was in pain from the crazy shocks. Um, and suddenly this experiment shifted in my brain. It wasn't so much about confirming a theory um, than what I thought at the time. I was just pranking a friend, you know, uh, seeing his reaction. Uh, in the back of my mind, though, I remember I was secretly hoping that he would care about me enough to stop shocking me when he saw I was... Um, I started showing like real signs of pain that I was actually in distress and they weren't letting me out. So I was really um, hoping he would do something there. Could you explain your your feelings when you know you were faking these streams and and really showcasing yourself in complete agony and 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 your friend just you know kept going and 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 seemed not to care when 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 you were going through clearly such strenuous times and even was the one inflicting. These, these pains yeah 100 um i was honestly bewildered shocked and frankly felt betrayed uh, there didn't seem any doubt in his mind that what he was doing was um was not okay and he he was just so set on just going through with this experiment and um doing what mr milgram told him so as long as he was getting confirmation from mr milgram who was telling him press it shock him give him it Give him the shock. Um, okay with him. It was okay with Danny. And mind you, this is while I was I was screaming, yelling at the top of my lungs like a demented person. I, I was I was really playing the role. So yeah, I would definitely say that at the very least, I was contemplating and reevaluating the friendship with Danny and uh, maybe prepping some questions in advance to what I'm gonna ask him after that. That's that's very understandable, and you know. What about when you were completely unresponsive and, and he still shocked you? See, this this uh, this was the most infuriating part of the experiment for me as um, as a learner, uh, because as I've read um, in the press, uh, many say the experiment was very inhumane and it's mainly controversial because of the harsh mental stress it put on the teacher. Um, that's in quotes, like the, the person who was assigned the teacher role. And although I do agree with that, uh, I also think it affected the learners just as much because I, personally, it took a very big toll on my mental health. Um, I actually went through a phase after the experiment where I would barely speak to anyone because I was so traumatized that I knew that people I'm friends with in real life would do something so cruel to me and most likely to other people as well, just because someone simply gained their trust, told them it was okay, and I was just taken aback. And one of the main reasons I was um, so taken aback was because I heard Danny panicking. Um, 
and asking Stanley whether or not I was dead. So this was the uh, this was the thing that shocked me the most and it was the reason why he obeyed Mr. Milgram in the first place and he asked Stanley um is he dead? I can't go to jail Stanley. Is he dead? And then Mr. Milgram, you know, reassured Danny everything was fine. It doesn't kill me and that even if I were dead and I'm not responding, I'm just in shock. Um but if I were dead, Danny wouldn't have any responsibility or part in the casualty. He would be free to go and it would just be um taken as oh it was an accident so that was really mentally challenging for me to process i could definitely see how you know being seeing firsthand someone who you know you thought you were close with and and more so just just seeing the extent in which you know people are able to be manipulated in such a way would really you know change your perspective on on um you know your safety in this world and uh again i just want to thank you for having the courage to speak up about your experiences and i hope a lot of people at home will be able to um leave with something to think about absolutely thank you again for having me it's um it's been a pleasure more people need to know about this this is um a very serious topic and um like george said uh, you you really have to be careful about what you're being instructed to do. All never never go blindly. Take everything with a grain of salt and be be aware of what you're getting into. That's it for me. Thank you so much for having me, John. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Okay, so uh this has been an episode of History in the Now and just to recap today we took a look at the Milgram experiments and I hope you all either gained a little bit more knowledge about this infamous experiment or more so gained a little bit more insight on how flexible your morality really is join us next time when we'll be taking a look at cleopatra's famous rise to fame